0: LambdaYes a- guys Delorelli pass to coco that's what we've been running for unbelievable timing on it and it's the Tigers straight away, guys. Elliot! Oh. What a start. Welcome to the Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast.
1: hello and welcome back to the inside nbl show um our weekly preview show and our last preview show of the year uh it is heading into round 20 um and made bit bit of mixed feelings heading into this last round um yeah the end of end of the year end of our debut season
0: it's it's a little bit of sweet isn't it it's it's been a huge year i've enjoyed it
1: yeah um as always, we're brought here today by the standard squeeze, Ryan from Astute Newstead and Bonus Bank. Um mate, how how was your weekend? What's happening?
0: Man, I'm gonna tell you something, and look, you just need to take this in all seriousness. Sunday mornings, I take my wife, my daughter, and our dog. We go on hot girl walk. The keeper entertained in the pram got the bubble blower out. I blew this bubble right. And it just floated across the road. And then the wind got it. it. Comes up. And it kept going, man. This thing never popped. It was like 10 minutes is probably exaggerating. But, like, I just lost sight. This thing never popped. I'm still on a high from that. But um, how was Super Bowl, man? Well, obviously, I didn't go to the Super Bowl. I'm back
1: in Australia now. But I tell you what, it was a Larry Emder. We ended up at the... Ooh. At the Cass on, on Sunday night. Um, oh, just, just a casual day with the boys. Had some beers in the pool. Um, went to the pub for lunch on the way down there. Um, but, yeah, Super Bowl weekend. Drinks package started at 9 o'clock um, in on Caxton Street. Um, obviously, it has to start that early. We're not just being irresponsible. The football starts at, like, 9.30, 10 o'clock. <laughs> um, but yeah, big day. I've lost my voice somewhere between Caxton Street and the valley, I think. If anyone finds it, they can uh they can mail it in. But yeah, just just a big day. Um got At got back it's late last just time. Your voice yeah. and not
0: your dignity this time.
1: Yeah. Look, yeah, and, and it was a good game of footy. Went to overtime for like the first time in however long. Um Obviously, really enjoyed watching NFL this year because I didn't have to have my little analyst hat on. But um,
0: yeah. yeah, I d- wasn't writing notes. Ah, that's fair enough. And I heard a vicious rumor that um, uh, you went down for the the Tay Tay show and um, end up an Usher concert. Mate, uh, I did squeal every time she popped up.
1: I bet you did.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> you would squeal every time I... you pop up too. I bet.
1: <laughs> Mate, on today's show, we're going to go through the breaking news. And uh, we're going to go through how we went this week. Squeeze of the week. Round 20 preview. Most traded. Our trading captain thoughts. Answering all your questions along the way. I feel like we know the drill now. Um, so, look, there has been a little bit of breaking news. It's time for some news from around the league. Mate, Tom Abercrombie retires. And mm-hmm. could he be one of the one of the greatest
0: breakers of all time? Look, he'd have to be up there, especially when you factor in longevity. But, I mean, the breakers are a storied franchise. They've had some guys. Cedric Jackson, CJ Bruton, uh, yep. the notorious Glenn Rice Jr. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, fantasy irrelevant, but great career and, and top bloke. So, um, you know, his, his uh, number 10 will be hanging in the rafters next season uh some more breaking news though Taj McCall what's the go there I tell you what I don't want
1: to bring up Travis Kelsey again but he must have approached his coach like Travis Kelsey did about midway through the first um because Taj McCall is pissed off Adam Ford hasn't he something's happened you can don't just play eight minutes
0: in a, a do or die game they've played him eight minutes um and obviously lost in the end. It looked tense. Um, The reporting from Olga Nulic out of that one is that perhaps the relationship, which was once very strong has become strained. Uh, And with McCall out of contract, perhaps it's time to think about next season. I, I get the feeling we won't see him back, which is kind of sad from a super coach perspective, because he's been really good this season.
1: I hope we see him back. I just, maybe we don't see him back for Cairns. Like,
0: where would you see him?
1: Where's he fit? Honestly, there's not too many teams that are knocked back at Taj McCall. I don't think Perth can sort of handle that. Um, you know, he might step on Mitch Creek's toes a little bit. But basically anyone outside of those, oh, those three teams, Melbourne, Southeast Melbourne, and Perth, I could see him, like, Tell me he wouldn't be a lot better than, say, a Casey Prather or somebody in Brisbane. Um, Sydney would take he'd, – he's better than Denzel Valentine. Um, yeah. Maybe there's not a spot there on Tasmania, but anyone else.
0: Yeah, I reckon Brisbane will uh, have a cracker. They've got a long history of stealing Cairns imports, a la Tory <laughs> Craig, Craig, uh, Travis Trice. Uh, Nathan Sobey was a Cairns product. Yep. But, uh, maybe maybe if the shoe fits. Uh Last bit of breaking news, though. Uh, seems like the talks between Brian Gordon and the Adelaide 36s are heating up and uh, possibly getting a few noses out of joint with uh, DJ Vasilievich throwing his uh, support behind Scott Ninnis. Yeah, well, like they just signed
1: DJ to what that three year contract. Mm. Um, and I did make the comment like, without a coach and signing this guy for this long, like. <clears throat> you've got to think that he's going to have some, like he's just signed to be like their franchise guy. Yeah. Um, and he's been great this year, but like you would think that if DJ wants to play for Ninnis, Ninnis has been great this year. Mm. They would save a bit of like Gorgon's going to be a lot more expensive than Ninnis.
0: Mm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Gordon's made no secret. He wants to be back in the league. I imagine there's going to be a vacancy at uh, Sydney very soon. I, I think Tatum locks up Illawarra, but, Adelaide's the only other spot we're looking at potentially, but I feel like Nines has done enough. But from a supercoach perspective, the coach has a lot of influence over supercoach scores, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, they do. And it depends how they how they go. I'm like, he's – would you say that Nines has sort of – he's definitely got a lot better out of his players, but he's sort of shortened that roster. He wasn't afraid to sit guys like – they wouldn't mm. got Jason Caddy and blokes like that, and he's just gone – mate, I'm shortening the roster. There's no time for you. And Adelaide, much to my, if you watched my episodes in round five, you wouldn't believe this turnaround because Adelaide had doubles. They were awful. They were playing 10 deep. And now they are, well, I I had two Adelaide players on my bench through a double and I wasn't too worried about getting rid of them. That probably speaks.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think there's two things you've got to consider here. Like, a, Gorgian is a defensive-minded coach. That, that's sort of what he's hung his hat on his whole career, which doesn't translate really well to fantasy. You know, the, the up-and-down run and gun, which he's gotten in us, he's given him a long leash. He's uh, he's letting him play. That's, that's where your super coach scores come from. So I think the other part to consider too is you want a team where the coach has brought those guys in himself. So you've got confidence that these are his guys that fit his system. We see the guys that CJ brought in; they don't fit what Ninnis wants to do. Yeah, are the guys that Ninnis has gonna fit what Gorgian wants to do? And no then you problem. have this—you have
1: this—all these teething issues. You have all these problems. You have all these super coach traps. Yeah, mm. I hate it. I hope I hope Ninnis yeah. gets signed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they've got a front-loaded um, schedule like they did this year. By the time they figure it out, it's it's too late. They're fantasy relevant. Yeah. No, hundred percent.
1: Um mate, that's probably all the breaking news. Uh let us know how you went.
0: Yeah, mate, this uh it was a really interesting round. I uh like I've been saying over the last few weeks, I had Rowan out any chance of playing overall and was concentrating on head to head. Uh and I played Brano this week. And it was it was always gonna be touch and go. I captained uh Cheatham. and he captained yep. Gary Clark. Uh, proved pretty good in the first game. Cheetham double-doubled. Look, Cheatham was solid. He had like 30, 35-ish each game, but yeah, his bench was a lot better, and, and he had Harvey starting, whereas I like, had Kel. So, overall, I finished with 418. Uh, only top 6% this round. I'm sitting at about 700-ish overall, and that's probably about where I'll stay for this season. So um yeah. What about yourself, mate? You probably did pretty well.
1: Mate had four forty one. Uh that was good enough for top four percent this week. Um Beautiful. they yeah, it's moved me up a few spots um into 408. So my goal's now to crack the top four hundred. Um, Captain Gary Clark. I I was really tempted that Captain Parker Jackson Cartwright, and I was like, No, Gary Clark's been so consistent. He's been so good and he wasn't fantastic. Um, Mm. My lowest score in my starting lineup was Justin Robinson. I brought in Luke Travis instead of Mango, which backfired. But definitely I think Luke Travis in two games this week Mm. should outscore Mango. So I'm sort of. Yeah, planned on the week ahead. I've got plenty of guys on doubles. Probably the sta- nearly the same starting lineup a little bit. I've got some choices this week. I've got a bit yeah. of flexibility. But, um, yeah, might move out a couple of Adelaide players to blokes on doubles. Yeah,
0: but it, it'll be an interesting week because I feel like anyone who's anyone will have a very, very similar starting five, and I think – this is where your work that you put in at the start of the season and, and throughout to, to build that cash and to ride those cash cows, this is where it's going to show. When you've got your strongest bench, is probably going to be the difference when you've got some very similar starting lineups. Mate, on the, like, I
1: don't want to go, spoiler alert, but I could have, I'm going to have 10 on doubles this week.
0: Mate, I have eight. <clears throat> nice. Seven and a half. Yeah. One guy that I um, doubled, you won't play. Thank you, Bawali Bales.
1: <laughs> Um, Insight community team. Um, obviously, we vote on our team every week. Uh, we've got a yeah. little bit better at it. Um, we've been throwing it up and people just like and, and dislikes after we have a discussion first about who ends up on the list. Everybody votes. Um, Captain Gaz Clark this week moved down nine spots, uh, got 430, still 53rd. So top 50 insights for the community team. And, um, oh, that's just shows how good our community is.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's huge for the show. First year, first time the community gets together, taking us a little while to get the systems worked out. But the top 50 just shows the quality of the guys that we've got in these chats and, and look, anyone who else wants to jump in, get on that discord and everything because um, this is the place to do it
1: yeah, we're doing inside Unlimited too it's given us direct giving you direct lines to us uh, for NBL, it'll start next year, but definitely for NRL and AFL um I've been getting getting on and giving a little five minute shout out and you know yeah. explaining what what I'm doing for the week like a lot can change between Tuesday and yeah. you know if lockout's on Friday, yeah. so just on the way to work I'm just speaking my thoughts, maybe going through my final captain thoughts like I had a bit of a chat about how like I'm just going Gary Clark, but I you know maybe Parker Jackson Cartwright could be a play if you were you're were struggling and you wanted to take that risk and move up spots. Um, it's handy at the end of the week.
0: It sounds like this is going to be huge coming into the preseason next year too, as these guys are starting to lock away your starting lineups. And mate, tell me about the Supercoach World Cup. Yeah the Supercoach World Cup, it's We're trying to work out who's
1: the best super coach player in the world. So that's across four codes. So NBL, AFL, NRL, and um, BBL. So I'm actually having to make, I often make an AFL team and it lasts about three weeks um, I'm throwing myself into it. I'm going to be listening to uh, to Mick and Skiddy on the AFL podcast. I know that you're going to have to take up uh, a bit of NRL. I've uh, had you in my DMs asking, who's Nicholas Hines?
0: I've got a plan, Matrix. I feel like I'm going to go through the uh, the leaderboards from the last couple of seasons. I'm going to find the top players and be like, former syndicate, we'll just split the prize. I'm, I'm going full mafia <laughs> on this one. I've I got, got a scheme. <laughs> It is a competition,
1: but it does cost ten dollars to enter. Um, we're our amateur podcast. I can't throw up a ten thousand dollar prize, but say we get a thousand people, there will be some pretty big prizes. There's a lot mm-hmm. of hype. There's lots of people already joined. It's just ten bucks. Um, everybody's chatting about it in the Discord. People are talking about. It's actually really fun to hear about how like really good AFL super coach players um sometimes don't even watch the nbl so um yeah it's getting
0: everybody involved i'm excited for it yeah so if you want details on this where do we go to find out more
1: um look you can go on our discord um it's in the comments and um dm there's actually a whole thread for it just people chatting super coach um there's individual things in there too um but you just message us get your 10 bucks across to us we give you a code uh you pop in and um they're working it out um through your percentage as to how you score in each sport so uh whisper is organized and all that it's his idea um and yeah it's fantastic beautiful Should we get into it mate let's get into it let's go at squeeze of the week um dave from do it for jack uh friend of the show um, is still holding number one spot Captain Parker Jackson Cartwright last week in a master stroke uh, I think he's 135 points up I know he'll have some sleepless sleepless nights this week um, but look it's he's in the drive pun intended he's in the driver's seat to get a new car
0: man it, he must be feeling good right he's had a great season.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and like just made all the right moves at the right times. Um he's like they always say that like the horse that doesn't lead the first turn or something doesn't always win, but we've been talking about him. I feel like since like round 5.
0: Talking about uh, not wanting to lead too early. Did I tell you I bought a pigeon this week? What the fuck? Yeah, one of the guys at work like pigeon racing guru. So I've bought into a syndicate for a racing pigeon that's <laughs> Racing in Victoria in August, they go and release like a thousand birds five hundred and fifty kilometers from wherever they're designed to, to home back to. First pigeon back wins, but apparently if you get too far ahead of the pack early, the hawks pick you off. So you gotta gotta wait to make your move. But there's a little fun fact. Wow, I'm I'm excited. Um I wonder if mm. that'll be
1: coming on KO this year.
0: Um be yes. good. Might be with Sky Pitching Sports.
1: Um, Look, Tim from Instant Karma um, got 526, PJC captain with Mango and Will McDowell-White on the bench, getting it done. Um, Come through, you've actually won the last Standard Squeeze prize of the year for NBA. Um, So, yeah, get yourself a four-in-one or get yourself some of these bad boys uh, from the Standard Squeeze. Standard Squeeze have been great sponsors all year. Um, Yeah, and we look forward to working with them in the future. Look, let's talk. We actually haven't talked that much basketball. So let's talk some basketball. There's four teams on doubles. Illawarra, New Zealand. We had those guys. Um, Most teams have a couple of bench players from those teams as well as a starting five. But it's probably Melbourne and Perth um, Mm. that are the interesting ones this week, isn't it, mate?
0: Yeah, I think so. Like I said before, there's going to be a lot of uh, guys with similar teams. You'd imagine... Cheatham, Parker Jackson Cartwright, Gary Clark are going to carry over, right? Yeah. So it's probably yeah, leaving you a couple of, couple of spots. You've got a guard. You've probably got three guards, four guards maybe to think of. Yeah. Cotton, PJC, Harvey, Justin Robinson. Can you then look at maybe Melbourne guards? Delhi seemed to have a really good weekend. Is he a player? Look, I don't mind it. I'm... I was actually looking at Bubbles' price. Um
1: mm-hmm. because if you needed to like downgrade a Kel which might give you enough money to punt on something else. Like he's like 194k and can blow it up. Like yeah. if you wanted to go Joe Luala Chul or something, for example, um, and you're running a mango, not a uh, mango was fantastic, it but was. if you're running somebody like that, you can downgrade to a Chris Goulding, set it on your bench, set it on fire, just see what happens um, because we know that he can heat it up. Um, you could probably even do it with Delhi. Um, there's a significant downgrade, but there's so much upside.
0: Yeah. And, and it's a pod. Like we, we've been concerned all year about cotton wrestling. I, Look, I don't know about you, but I I don't think he's going to rest.
1: He hasn't been that good the last couple of weeks. I don't know how his score was this week, but that's kind of deterring me a little bit that so many people have cotton and Mm. he's, I mean, he's got a three round average of 41, but, but like, I suppose that's around where he's priced at, but he's been like Mm. a guy that you get and expect to get
0: 40 a game. But have a look who he's playing. So, on the Thursday night, he plays the Hawks. Mate, have a look up what his Supercoach scores have been against the Hawks this season. They, okay. from memory, they have been really low. Like They've got the sequence. 21 sore. and 28 in his last two games. That's well, not as low as I thought. Was there one below that's before still, that? That's still pretty low. Yeah, I mean, but what about scoring-wide actual points? He had nine, didn't he? Oh, yeah, sorry. I was talking Supercoach points. Yeah, no, you're right. So Look, the Supercoach score's bumped up higher than I thought, but his actual points have, have been really low. They've, they've kept the lid on him. Um, and who's their second game against? Tazzy. Look, Tazzy are, are probably still playing hard. They want to win this game to completely lock away third spot. They've been playing well as, as well.
1: And if you had to pick a guard in the league to defend Bryce Cotton, put your life on it, it's got to keep – it's got to keep Bryce Cotton to thirty-four points. It's probably like a Milton Doyle or like a or somebody along those lines.
0: Yeah, look, man, it's has he been, you know, granted this season it hasn't been as strong as the last two, but they've done it by committee. Their team defense has been exceptional, and their rim protection has been great. The combination of Magne and Lee makes it a very daunting proposition for someone like Cotton to get in there. I mean, he's been throwing up floaters and hoping they come in. Um. So,
1: is Cotton the only guy you'd look at from Perth? Could you look at a Pinder?
0: You could definitely look at a Pinder. Look, that that centre position is something worth discussing because, look, a lot of us had thought about riding uh, Sam Froling for a while. Man, he's been disappointing to say the least the last couple of weeks. JLA is still, a player. Is Pinder a player? Still got sixty-one
1: on a double. Like, I am going oh, to get goodness. rid of Humphreys over Froling.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'd agree yeah, with that.
1: Chatham. You know what's dog shit? Cheatham doesn't have that jewel. That's awful. Yeah, That's
0: bad from from Supercoach. There's a few whack ones, like old mate who's guard center eligible, whoever he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they need to do a review, sort of the quarter way through the season, just say, well, how are these guys actually being played? Like, yeah, there are some guys that, that make sense. Like Jack McVeigh he's guard forward that makes sense yeah why isn't cheatham like why is he so different or, or you know why isn't he center forward eligible how's he different um, to trolling? he's more mobile than trolling.
1: in NRL they do it at like round 6 round 12 and they publicize where it's at i makes do sense. understand this is the first year of MBL but they've probably got up their game a bit
0: yeah they, they did do it in the last couple of years of fantasy but it was it was minimal. You might get five or six changes each season and most of those players didn't play.
1: Mate, um, Maddie granger has got a really good question and I'm not 100% sure how to answer this, but Melbourne and Perth resting players. Are you concerned? Are you trading in these guys and then just, you know, TLT, uh, let's call it, like teamless Tuesday, we wait for it to get rolled out, be really on our games this week and if it happens, we start moving them on. What's your game plan?
0: I don't think you're going to know, right? Um, Perth play the Thursday night game. You'd imagine, even if they're getting arrested, they'll start as they normally would and then they'll put the queue in the rack. Uh, it's it's hard. Like If they do rest players, if you've got some of those sort of more bench players, they're probably going to play a lot more and it'll, it'll work in your favour. So it's more your stars you've got to be concerned about. And I really don't know. I can talk myself into it happening either way here. I I, I don't know. I got nothing.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to I'm just going to watch like Perth plays in the first game so you can pivot anywhere. It's Melbourne players that I'm worried about like you can't mm-hmm. just go and move to a Perth player because they're going to be locked out. You just can't go and move to a New Zealand player. I own yeah. them all anyway. And you just just can't move to an Illawarra player. So if you're so worried about it about it Target Perth players over Melbourne players, and yeah. I don't think you're going to go that wrong. Maybe, and this will probably bite me. Like if you if you can't decide, and you have to go Pinder instead of JLA, or you have to go Cotton instead of say a Delhi or someone. Like you,
0: good. Yeah, look, probably the only team I think at the moment that's mathematically out of contention, Southeast Melbourne. Um, yeah. They're rubbish. Um, Don't even worry about them. They're on a single. But I feel like everywhere third through to to ninth still has something to play for, at least for the first game of this round. So, look, there's some questions popping in uh, about some of these these guys on the bench with with Perth. I could see Saar, Doolittle and Usher all getting an uptick in time if some of those main players, you know, get rested. Although Doolittle (coughs) does play 38 minutes a game.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Doolittle's. Maybe somebody that that I could look at. Yeah, you
0: can't. Like, yeah. like maybe that and boy. And like, finally gets on.
1: Oh yeah, I might bring him in this week. Actually, I've been waiting for that.
0: Wasn't that the worst call we ever made all the season? He looked great in that first game. Can I say? Mm. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, if you
1: had to choose between Saar, Doolittle, and Usher, who would you? Um, this is answering Corey Blackledge's yeah. question in the chat. I just think it's relevant right now.
0: Yeah, me too. Too little. Yeah. yeah. Look, I, I think if they rest anyone, it'd be Cotton. Um, I, I, but I feel like really he's just such a competitor that I don't feel like he's going to stuff around with, with resting. You want you want that momentum going into the finals. They dropped one the other week. They've been a little bit, you know, fragile, I suppose, or or just a bit shaky. So. I feel like they're gonna want momentum because they're gonna get almost a buy round anyway into the finals. Yep. And we got the yeah. FIBA window. Exactly. Um Maddie's in the chat
1: again. Um I'm about four hundredth. You're about seven hundredth, Hammer. Uh seven hundred ninth, I think. Yeah, cool. I'm four hundred and sixth, I think, off the top of my head. So yeah. Yeah, yeah we're we're there and thereabouts, Maddie. Um all right, Um. so we've sort of chatted a bit about those four teams and their draws going forward. We didn't really target, like Melbourne and Perth players are the ones we're ex- excited about because I've got all the New Zealand and and um, Illawarra players that I want, except for maybe Harvey. Um, Mate, Melbourne playing Cairns could be anything. Melbourne playing Illawarra is a tough matchup for them, isn't it?
0: Good. Yeah. It's um, look, Illawarra, they're looking good. Now, did you see that out of bounds play they ran for um, uh, Gary Clark for the alley oop dunk off the um, was it just at the end of the game? Put them against New Zealand. Nah, no, I miss that. Oh man, it was Larry M'da, man. Yeah, they're, they're good. Look, uh, yeah, can can season's cooked. I don't think they can make it anyway anymore. So, um, we we talked about trouble in paradise with Taj McCall and. Adam Ford having a little lover's tiff. Um, You know, the eyes are probably on next year. He's thinking, let's get some minutes into some of our younger guys. So I'd say that'll be a walk in the park for Lawara. Although, you know, Kansas, Jekyll and Hyde, sometimes they surprise you.
1: Yeah. And we're probably going to have a little bit more of a chat about sit-start tonight because that's going to be a big one. Like if you have ten starters, like there's yep. some big decisions to be made and some big implications for your team. So,
0: yeah, and for those guys up the pointy end of the ladder in the rankings, that's <clears throat> that's probably where you're going to be. Like guys are going to have ten guys on doubles, whether you start or sits, sit, probably going to be the difference for you, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, do
1: you want to go through uh, the ads and the uh, and the drops this week? Yeah, do it. This is why. This is why I'm hot. Yeah. Look, Bryce Cotton is traded in by 14.4 percent of players. He's been the number one Supercoach player all year. He's finally on a double. I mean, the logic's there. He just hasn't been as good in the last little bit as he has been. Like, his five-round average is 51. His three-round average is 41. Um, but, yeah, the best player in Supercoach, I can't argue with people bringing Bryce Cotton in.
0: No, I, I can't either. And he's been there all year. He's He's been great. Um, it really just comes down to who you're going to, um, you know, whether they're going to rest him or not. But maybe. Illawarra has been his bogey team all year. We, we've gone through how he hasn't scored well against them. Maybe he wants to have that run. He's going to say, hey, let me figure it out against the Hawks in case we meet them in the playoffs. And there's a real chance that they could. Absolutely. The Hawks look like they probably will lock away fourth spot, which is yeah. an absolute miracle considering where they came from in round whatever it was when Jacomas got the flip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, had
1: to, I, I was not very high on them either. I just had to be high on them due to the
0: schedule. So, yeah. you know, I saw a little, uh, clip. I think it was put out by the NBL or, or Liam Santa Maria or something of the, uh, scouting they were doing at the center of excellence or whatever they call the Institute of sport. Now, guess who was coaching at the AIS? Oh, I really? Kindness. Why would you do that to the kids?
1: <laughs> wow. You, the draft class of that year. Awful. Mm. Um, have a good Alex, Alex Sar is the second most brought in. He's 200K. He's got high upside. So I don't hate it. I don't know if he's going to just not play that much due to them not wanting to get him injured in a, a game that doesn't matter.
0: All right. Play with this for a scenario. What if? Bear with me here. This is, this is a sort of real way out there. Could happen. Probably won't. What if Pinder gets rested and they start Sar and he plays 38 minutes? What sort of stat line are you looking at? About Wemby's
1: stat line from today. 27, oh. 14, and 10 blocks. My
0: goodness. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, look, is that a pod if that happens? Do they have a little little inside knowledge out west that, that Pinder's hurt? Maybe. Maybe. I like it. Oh, no. I like I it. look...
1: No, Sars interesting. Um, Joe Luala-Chul, 9% of teams bringing him in. I get that. That was actually my plan. I'm not Mm. that scared about resting.
0: Yeah, look, I've brought him in so far with the team I'm playing with. Um, Of all the people who get rested, I don't think it's him. He, He missed so many games. He's just starting to get his funk back. He's put up some good scores lately without being completely dominant outside of that one game where I think he had 33 uh, actual points. Look, he's, he could go big.
1: He could. And Cairns centers aren't fantastic. Um, these first matchups against Cairns. Uh, we yeah. spoke for six weeks about Sam Wardenberg. So who knows?
0: Although they do have the um, JLA stopper in uh, Josh uh, Roberts, no, he's didn't
1: Josh Roberts. He's playing um, NBL one in New Zealand now. They got rid of him.
0: I thought he signed NZBL for um, the off season. I thought they're still going to run him out for the end of the year.
1: Oh, maybe. I just thought they were just moving him on. So yeah. No, I think he's signed I... for the off
0: season, but um, he'll it, yeah, finish okay. the year with with cans, but that, that's probably his level.
1: Um. County Pinder, six point eight percent of people, three hundred and sixty k. If you've got Bank, I can't argue with Bryce Cotton, JLA, mm. or Pinder. Hey,
0: no, look. Outside of the the black cloud hanging over our heads that they may be rested, they're all very solid picks. And look, Cotton's a pretty obvious captain choice if you're just playing off the um, you know, the clear averages. But look, at this point of the season, if you're trying to shake up a little bit and uh, move up the ranks. Time for a pod, right? Yep. Yeah,
1: it is. And that's where some of these other guys come in. Like, you can downgrade to a Will McDowell-White. He scored 58 on my bench last week. I'm not confident enough in starting him. But he's been really good. Look, like he's getting a lot more involved with Lamb out. I don't know if they're blooding him for next year. Um, But Will McDowell-White's getting getting a lot more burn.
0: Yeah. I think this is how they envisioned it working. And, look, Will McDowell-White's assists, uh good. He's he's passed first, whereas PJC score first. It, it, it's a real contrast. And uh, when guys are hitting shots, Will McDowell's score is going to be a lot bigger because he's hit some guys wide open and they've just missed shots. But, but they couldn't buy a bucket on the weekend. Yeah. Um, Tyler
1: Harvey at five point seven percent. Um. Yeah. Don't hate it. He's probably the one person that I don't have, maybe outside of Mango, um, that. I wish that I had. I have Justin Robinson instead of Tyler Harvey. I couldn't afford it, but Justin Robinson's just as likely to roll out and score 30 more points than Tyler Harvey this week. I feel like it's like flipping a coin when I watch him.
0: Yeah, it's kind of hard. You don't know what the goal is with Robinson. He he started the first game, came off the bench in the second. Um, He does play minutes and he's been playing a lot better than he has been. Tyler Harvey was great in that second game. He, that's the Tyler Harvey that we saw like two years ago when he first came to the league. He's, he's penetrating again. He's actually getting back to that floater. And it's opening up his you know his long-range game. He's guy's looking for him. Gary Clark in him for a few assists when the defense collapsed. He, look, he got going early, and I, I think that confidence just, just boosted him. He was great that game. Uh,
1: people rectifying the mistake of not having PJC. Called him must-have last week. I think you still must have him.
0: Yeah, look, I I bought him in last week. I, I think he was must have. I I didn't captain him. I was concerned about the matchups, and boy, did he prove me wrong. He he was dominant. Um, look, he's another captain option this week. The the fact that they don't have Anthony Lamb, they need some scoring from somewhere, and yep. he's the obvious place they're going to look. And he he took it on his shoulders this week and went to town. Um, Sam Froling, 3.4% of
1: people bringing him in. I don't know if I'd bring him in. I think that there's better options. Look, he's, Maybe you he's, can't he's, afford the other blokes.
0: Yeah. He's dropped money this week. He's only 312 K. Um, maybe it is one of those ones. We've just upgraded some spot on your bench. Look, maybe you bring in a 300 K <laughs> guy on your bench. I, I, I really don't know what some of these squads look like, but he's not a must go out and get for me for, you know, as a starter. I've, I've actually moved into my bench this week.
1: Yep. Um, Mango's another one. Um, 213k, people bringing him in. He was great last week. We've chatted about that at length. Um, yeah. And Chris Goulding can light it up. He's 194k. Um, people probably thinking they can downgrade and still having a chance of a big score, but he's old. He's probably not going to play that much this week.
0: Yeah. I, I don't love the Goulding one. Like we said all year, unless he drops bulk points, actual points. The score's is not going to be there. Uh, yeah. It doesn't really hit across the stat sheet. Like you look at, and probably the example I keep going back to all seasons Milton Doyle, like that game he had on the weekend, I think he had two points at half time and still had like 25 super coach points. Like, it just hits different, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it does. Um, let's have a chat about some of the guys getting dropped. <laughs> Trey Kell, and I get it. 10% of people are getting off him. 411K side yeah. slot to Cotton. Um, Cotton's going to score more. If Cotton gets rested one of his games, he's probably still going to outscore Trey Kell.
0: Did you ever think you'd be saying you'd be no. downgrading Kell to Cotton? 411K no, no. to 405K.
1: Mate, I tell you what, the round the round 12 MVP, when he come onto the scene, whew,
0: I paid $230, 240 or something for him, but mm. that was good. Sensational. Almost doubled in money. Hey uh, <laughs> on, on a side note, Adelaide, are you bringing Kel back as your starting point guard next year? Yeah. Okay. 100% he was great. Yeah, good. I think he has to be your point guard, though. You can't put another yeah. dominant guard next to him. Give him the ball. Give him the keys. Yep. Yeah, keys to the city. Um, yeah. I think he works pretty well with DJ, too. Yeah, I think they complement each other, and then I think you've got your your guards locked away.
1: Yeah, you bring back 100%. like an Antonio's
0: Cleveland type as a three man, and uh, yeah. maybe they starting to look a little little good.
1: Bit a bit upside out
0: there in Adelaide.
1: First yeah, bit of positivity
0: in a while, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, um, Isaac Humphreys. Seven percent of people are trading him out. Look, they're probably the two I'm going to trade out. Just on a single,
0: it's so much money tied up. I'm going to people with doubles. Talking a big hump has uh, decided he's going to test the free agent market this offseason and uh, will not re-sign with Adelaide straight away. I think it's smart. He's been great. Yeah. You know, the price has gone up. you got to get that paper. Mm. Yeah, you chase that bag and then get some money. Yeah,
1: (laughs) there we go. Um, Milton Doyle. 361 k 6% of people trading him out. Not on a double this week. 100% get it. I don't think we're going to be arguing with too many of these.
0: No. Nah, look, everything makes sense. Schedule dependent, form dependent. I, I think everyone's on the money. This is what the I'm top- saying, man. Like, the teams will be similar. Your benches will be the difference. The top 10 are all people on singles. So, we get it. Yeah.
1: Um, Except maybe Global's holding on to Ben Ayer. For this one, because he's had him since um since day one.
0: Yeah, man. I'm going to give Global the same advice that I gave Rob a long time ago. You just love the idea of him. You don't love him anymore. It's time to move on. He's been good. He doesn't know how he's going to breathe without him. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Um, Mate, let's have a
1: look at... Mate, there's not too much to talk about. Let's face it, there's one week we're not planning ahead for other weeks. Um, let's have a bit of a look at our trades for the week. Cool. Hold on, hold on, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to report a trade. Your fingers aren't what they're used to. I'm
0: a bit hungover. Um, let us let us know about your trades, mate. I've I've, uh, I've done the sneaky downgrade from uh, Keld Cotton. I'm looking at uh, moving Sam Froling to the bench, uh, doing a little magic, getting rid of um, Humphreys and bringing in JLA. Um, so I'd be looking at a starting five of Gary Clark, Zylan Sheatham, JLA, Cotton, Parker Jackson Cartwright. And then my bench is a little gnarly. It's got uh, Froling, my main man, Krizlovic still, the Big Mango, Jack McSack and Bawali Bales. So, uh, Look, definitely not that upper echelon, top top one percent type of bench, but um, look, it, it's solid. I've uh, I've gotten quite fond of them, <laughs> mate. We've we've had a good year. That's good. Oh yeah, been fun. What do you got?
1: Um, exactly the same as you. Um, look, you brought in Wiley
0: Bales for the last round. Yeah,
1: exactly. No, bring, bringing in JLA and Bryce Cotton. I can't bet against Bryce Cotton. Um, I could maybe get talked into a Pinder or somebody like that, especially if Pinder playing that first game as well. Like, if there are restings, I could maybe sit there with Pinder in, just double check that he's playing. And then, if it looks like he's going to be out, go to a JLA or something along those lines. Um, yeah, look, I don't mind that. Um, but yeah, bringing these guys in, my biggest decision is do I sit or start I've got to sit one of Gary Clark Zylan Cheatham and Luke Travis
0: Ooh where, where are you heading first what are you thinking
1: I brought in Luke Travis last week as a pod and I am genuinely thinking about sitting him on my bench
0: And who are you thinking of starting Well Clark and Cheatham Yeah uh, I think so. Clark and Cheatham are safe. they have both still got um plenty to play for. Cheatham's the guy there He's frustrating to watch though, like mm. he rebounds well he had nine rebounds at halftime in that first game and finished with ten or eleven um but you, you're just thinking that double double's not going to come. He just does not look like he can score the ball so many times he goes in there and just fumbles or he just misses layups he's he's one of those guys that. You feel and really should be so much better than he is. Yeah. It just it just comes up that bit short every time and just leaves you wanting more. With with Lamb gone, I l- love the
1: upside of Cheatham. I the as soon as Yeah. Like I've had Cheatham for I bought him cheap too, I think. Um got a bit lucky. Um moved him I traded him in when there was when Gary Clark, I was trading in Gary Clark that week. When Gary Clark got the DUI, I have went and added um, Zylan Cheatham. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and it just sort of worked out for me. But that means I'm starting Clark, Cheatham, Joe Luala Chul, Bryce Cotton, and Parker Jackson Cartwright. Can I say that that's how an end of season team should look? All guys oh, yeah. on doubles. That's sensational. And then I've got Luke Travis. Blanchfield, Froling, Justin Robinson, and Will McDowell-White. And I feel like your Justin Robinsons and your Will McDowell-Whites have upsides still to score yeah. good scores on the bench.
0: Ab- absolutely, mate. They Look, these are quality guys that on their night could go big and who knows what, what's going to happen. It could be their night. Something could happen and, and even if it's not their night, a, a Robinson, a, uh, a Will McDowell-White, They've been put up sort of mid twenties at least the last few games.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's been good. Um, mm. Who are you? Let's let's chat about
0: captains. Go captain, my captain. Hey. Go captain, my captain. Where's your head at? What are you thinking?
1: Look, I find it very hard to bet against Bryce Cotton. I think mm. people are down on him a little bit. We've been down on him a little bit. It just seems like the perfect storm to captain him. If less people are captaining Bryce Cotton this week, I want a piece of that pie.
0: Hmm. Look, I agree. I've got Bryce Cotton and, and I have the vice captain on him at the moment. Right now I've got the captain sitting on PJC. I just feel like if if they can go into, into Perth on the, the Thursday night, and he goes anywhere where near as well as good as, if he goes anywhere near as well as he went last week, and for whatever reason Perth roll over concede, then well, that makes it a must-win game for New Zealand against Adelaide, whose season's just about over. Well, that's
1: a really good chat considering New Zealand are playing Brisbane on the Friday night. So,
0: ah, uh, that's that Illawarra bad. that's playing Perth. My bad. That's a really pointless last-minute. Um yep. thank,
1: thank yeah. you for listening to my TED talk. No, <laughs> same same thing against Brisbane. Um, they're all gonna be fighting. Um, I don't love Shannon Scott against
0: PJC for PJC that much. Mm. Look, Pete, uh Shannon Scott's a lockdown defender. So is Norton? What how's he gone in the past? Has PJC done all right against Brisbane? Ooh, let me let me have a quick look at that. You better
1: talk while I'm Googling it. Yeah.
0: I'll, uh, I'll let you do the, uh, the Googling. But, um, yeah, look, Brisbane's <coughs> an interesting one. They were sitting fourth before they lost in Illawarra one, So, that's kind of thrown the ladder a bit. Um, let me just bring up the ladder because this could actually get a bit of an insight.
1: He scored 26 and 29 points this year against the Brisbane Bullets. Like, Ooh. keep in mind, when he plays Adelaide, he had a
0: 46 in one game. Yeah. But, yeah, look, these games are going to matter. Brisbane is sitting fifth half a game behind Illawarra. Um, and they are sitting – look, Brisbane will comfortably make the six. Look, Where I, they finish I tell you what, and who they play – If anyone be, can find story. a
1: way out of that, it's going to be
0: Brisbane. That, you're not wrong about that. They, uh, they have a nose for a uh, important loss, don't they? I am um, – mate, I'm a I'm a Brisbane fan.
1: I love it. I watch every one of the games. But mm. watching them in the last bit and watching some of the teams like Adelaide that are probably gonna miss out, like I just half think like gee, Brisbane aren't playing like a team that deserve to be here.
0: No. But they did work early. They had that sort of winning streak early in the season. <laughs> i think tell you who's gonna really get hurt here is Sydney. They are sitting what are they at? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> Sitting outside the the six, and it's pretty much going to be out of their hands. They've got one game remaining, and they're going to need which is a gimme. Yeah, but they're going to need everyone else above them to lose all their remaining games. Like, now they're cooked. They're, gone. they're going to be cooked, man. How's that for Abdul Fatah?
1: I mean, he's on his next flight out of you know the last plane out of Sydney's almost gone. I'll just leave that there. Why do we not
0: have a uh, soundbite for that?
1: I wish I did. Um, But (laughs) I wish I made that the cover photo, to be honest.
0: There's always next week. Uh, I saw um, (laughs) the guys jump in the chat before asking about next week. We will be back next week for a review of the season, wrap the entire thing up, Uh, might kick back and uh, look at some of our, our best moments. Nah, I'm excited
1: for it. Let's answer some of these questions before I have a 9pm Australian Eastern Standard Time basketball game. So I'm excited for that. Not... I would captain you. Sorry, you'd you'd captain me tonight? I'd captain you, now. I think you got it after you've been dusty all morning. Can I say that... My hungover game is probably better than Michael Jordan's fluke. Can I got a question
0: Can I get an answer?
1: <laughs> I cut you off on purpose.
0: <laughs> I think you did too. <laughs>
1: um, right, let's answer some of these questions. Um, oh yeah, Rob's Punk's saying we should do a Maddie's Worst Calls episode. I've been good this year. What are you? Jeez. That'd be like a two-hour episode. Um... Bryce is in the chat saying JLA and Lee or Harvey and Saar in for
0: Marshall and Kel. Mm. Who have you got at centre? That, that's probably what it comes down to. Uh, well, And who, who's your other guard? Like, you're starting them or you're benching you him? probably need a bit more info for that one. Because there's a lot of players. Like, Harvey's not an instant start when
1: I have Cotton. When I've Cotton BJT. and... And PJC, like Harvey's not even getting a run for me. Like, mm. And I know we're talking about getting the best benches and everything going forward. But I think if you're planning on starting JLA and that's a big upgrade from a Froling, it's not that big of an upgrade from some of the other guys. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I like Harvey and Sir.
0: Uh I was going to lean towards JLA and Lee. I think JLA, if he plays, can be the pod. Yep. Especially if you need to then start Sam uh, rolling, he does have that power forward eligibility, which gives you a bit of, you know, a bit of uh, wiggle room to move him bench, power forward, center, wherever you have got to go, even start him. I like JLA Lee.
1: He didn't do a lot on the weekend, did he? Lee hasn't done anything for about four weeks.
0: Yeah. yeah. Look, if you compare the second half of that equation, Lee versus Sar. Saar's probably got the upside. Yes. JLA versus Harvey, I'd say JLA has the upside. Harvey's obviously going to play. Um, I think Harvey and Saar
1: will score more than JLA, which is the discussion.
0: Yeah, that, that's probably it. As a whole, that, you, you've probably wrapped up nicely. That's, yeah, I'm sold now. Um, Global's asking, who
1: do we start out of Pinder and Froehling? Um, he's also asking whether to start Clark, Cheatham, or Travis, which is exactly the same about what I spoke about. I'm actually benching, benching Travis, um, mm. if you missed that one. Uh, yeah. But the
0: Pinder and Frolling, it's got to be Pinder, right? Yeah, going by form. Pinder's finally found that little vein of form. Um, maybe they don't rest him because they want to keep that form going. He's finally found it. Pinder's got a massive upside. Rowling's shown he's never been able to go on with it this year. He's been thereabouts, but I think 30, 35's the ceiling, whereas Pinder
1: has a 50 ceiling. I was actually resigned to the fact that I was going to be getting Pinder in instead of JLA this week. Um, Hmm. But the fact that um, I could just go straight to Cotton and JLA – I just don't think I can go past pedigree. Like I love Pinder. I would have been really happy if I brought Pinder in, but I've just sort of sat there and gone, I have enough money for Cotton and JLA. I'm just going to do that. It's a no brainer. Yeah. What? Um, just ducking through a few more questions. Um, there's not a heap. Um, any new questions coming through? Um, Matty Gibson is against Matrix in a head to head final for cash. Who's the best player I can get that he won't have? I believe that's a question for you, Hammer.
0: Well, probably lucky Pinder. for you, Matrix has just um divulged his entire team, so you can just plan accordingly. Uh, look, I, I, yeah,
1: I'll, I'll send you a screenshot if tip. you want, mate.
0: <laughs> I'll give you a hot tip. How about you, uh, Go and take uh, Bawali Bales. He served me well all year. <laughs> um,
1: good question from Superbirds. Um, noticed it for the first time in the chat. Cotton or Harvey to start? I think I've given my yeah. answer. So,
0: yeah. Uh, look, for me, it's cotton unless cash is an if- issue um, and you're not bringing him in and you can use that money elsewhere more effectively. But, look, if it's just a straight head-to-head cotton.
1: Mate, I think think that wraps up our last Supercoach preview of the year. Beautiful. Let's call it, mate. Yeah, I'm going to go out and get some buckets of myself. Unders or overs, 8.5 Supercoach points. Can I tell you that? My super coach scores have been so much better since we went from fantasy because I shoot about O of nine usually. So um yeah. they changed they changed my chat name in the chat to Owen Six the other day. Wow, you
0: have improved by 30%. Sensational. Yep. Some of your best work. <laughs> all right, man. Good um, luck to everyone playing this week, guys. We will see you next week for our final wrap up show of the year. It's been good. All right. You've listened to an Insight
1: Fantasy Sports Podcast. Here we go.